Engaging sermons on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. A reading from the book of the prophet Ezekiel. The hand of the Lord came upon me and led me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me in the center of the plain, which was now filled with bones. He made me walk among the bones in every direction, so that I saw how many they were on the surface of the plain, how dry they were. He asked me, Son of man, can these bones come to life? I answered, Lord God, you alone know that. Then he said to me, Prophesy over these bones, and say to them, Dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God to these bones, See, I will bring spirit into you, that you may come to life. I will put sinews upon you, and make flesh grow over you, cover you with skin, and put spirit in you, so that you may come to life, and know that I am the Lord. I prophesied as I had been told, and even as I was prophesying, I heard a noise. It was a rattling. As the bones came together, bone joining bone, I saw the sinews and the flesh come upon them, and the skin cover them, but there was no spirit in them. Then the Lord said to me, Prophesy to the Spirit, prophesy, Son of Man, and say to the Spirit, Thus says the Lord God, From the four winds come, O Spirit, and breathe into these slain, that they may come to life. I prophesied as he told me, and the Spirit came into them. They came alive and stood upright, a vast army. Then he said to me, Son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. They have been saying, Our bones are dried up. Our hope is lost and we are cut off. Therefore prophesy and say to them, Thus says the Lord God, O my people, I will open your graves and have you rise from them and bring you back to the land of Israel. Then you shall know that I am the Lord when I open your graves and have you rise from them, O my people. I will put my spirit in you that you may live and I will settle you upon your land. Thus you shall know that I am the Lord. I have promised and I will do it, says the Lord. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Give thanks to the Lord. His love is everlasting. Give thanks to the Lord. His love is everlasting. Let the redeemed of the Lord say, those whom he has redeemed from the hand of the foe and gathered from the lands, from the east and the west, from the north and the south. Give thanks to the Lord. His love is everlasting. They went astray in the desert wilderness, the way to an inhabited city they did not find. Hungry and thirsty, their life was wasting away within them. Give thanks to the Lord. His love is everlasting. They cried to the Lord in their distress. From their straits he rescued them, and he led them by a direct way to reach an inhabited city. Give thanks to the Lord. His love is everlasting. Let them give thanks to the Lord for his mercy 
and his wondrous deeds to the children of men, because he satisfied the longing soul and filled the hungry soul with good things. Give thanks to the Lord, his love is everlasting. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. When the Pharisees heard that Jesus had silenced the Sadducees, they gathered together. And one of them, a scholar of the law, tested him by asking, Teacher, which commandment in the law is the greatest? He said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the greatest and first commandment. The second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. The whole law and the prophets depend on these two commandments. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. I love preaching about the dry bones in Ezekiel. I find myself coming back to that passage many times. We heard it in this first reading. And it can be understood on several levels. There's a direct historical context. The people of God were led into exile, as you know. They were taken by the Babylonians into exile. The kingdom of Judah was. The northern kingdom had been taken into exile by the Assyrians. Here they are on a foreign land, no longer the land that the Lord had promised and had given them and that they had fought for in many battles, uh, the land on which the temple was built with the Lord's instructions, the people from whom he promised to raise up the Messiah, the son of David. Here they were now in a foreign land, the city Ravaged, the temple burned. And God said, I will raise you from your graves. The dry bones, in other words, signifying despair. We have lost our hope. And God says, don't do that. There is hope because I am still your God. I can bring you up from the dead, from the dead of despair as you are in exile, and I will bring you back to your land that I have prepared for you. Secondly, this can be seen in the context of what we call eschatology, the last things, what our life is moving towards. Death, judgment, heaven, and hell, the, last, the four last things, as they are called. We can take these words and apply them there. I will open your graves and have you rise from them. What does the church teach about the end of time? Christ will come again, gather all people before him for judgment, and will raise the dead. So the despair that people may be tempted to have, the feeling that we are in exile, because it's more than a feeling, we are. The Word tells us we are strangers and in exile, traveling through this world, because we can't have ultimate hope here. Our ultimate hope is with God. Our ultimate hope is the fullness of life with Him in heaven. 
here, we're here temporarily, and all things are imperfect, and all things are under the shadow of death. Death is a reality, but it need not lead us to despair. God is saying, your hope is not dried up like these bones. Prophesy, speak the word of the Lord. The word of the Lord is life. It's the gospel of life. And I'm going to show you that life is the end of the human story, not death. Life has the last word because resurrection will happen. I will literally raise you from your graves. And then together with this, the historical taking back from the exile, the end of time, raising the dead from the grave, we have the moral meaning here of the hope we need in changing the culture from a culture of death to a culture of life, influencing this world. We're not trying to build heaven on earth, but we're trying to let heaven influence earth, building this world up with more justice, more peace, more truth, more love, by prophesying the word of the Lord. This is what we do. We speak the word to our friends and neighbors and family. We pass it on in the, in the, in the family to our children. We proclaim it in the public square. We preach the word into politics. We preach the word into the business world. We prophesy. Now, prophesying doesn't simply mean telling the future. It means telling the present. How are we to live now? What are we to do? What are we to think? God says... In this gospel, you love your neighbor as yourself today. Love the Lord first and foremost. Love your neighbor as yourself. In other words, not just to the extent that you love yourself. Love your neighbor recognizing that he or she is a person like yourself. No matter how different they might be, they are persons too. They have equal dignity, equal rights. They are like you. Love your neighbor recognizing them like yourself. It includes our unborn neighbor, the child in the womb that so many just pretend isn't there or think has less value than the rest of us. Prophesy to the dry bones. Dry bones represent dry consciences. Dry bones represent people who have lost sight of what the word of the Lord is, who the Spirit of God is. They have not grasped His gift of eternal life. They are dried up. They have no moral sense. They can't understand the difference between good and evil. They can't even understand that there's such a thing as moral truth. Speak to the bones. We see in this passage our commission. We have to stand before a nation filled with dry bones, dry consciences who have forgotten the gospel. And the church teaches us that if we lose sight of the creator, the creature becomes unintelligible. You can't understand human beings and how we were made to live and to love and the value of our bodies and our souls and our relationships and the dignity and sanctity of life. You can't understand any of that if you've lost sight of God. Dry bones. Can they live? Yes, Speak the word of the Lord, and I will put spirit and flesh into them and make them come to life. Now, Ezekiel here is put into a dilemma because either he has to do the foolish thing or the dangerous thing. The foolish thing, speak to dry, a field of dry bones. 
Yeah, it sure seems foolish. He risks having people mock him and laugh at him. Or the dangerous thing, which is distrusting and disobeying God, thinking we know better than he does. Oh, Lord, you can't really be, expect me to do this, can you? He knows what he's doing. He knows what he's commanding, and he knows what he's equipping us to do once he commands it. So, yes, speak to the bones. That's the situation we're in. We have a culture of death, deeply embedded evil of abortion. And Ezekiel says, the Lord told me, speak into that chaos to human calculations a field of dry bones is dead they can't live but we're not going just on human calculations if the lord has commanded us to prophesy tell his will at the present moment prophesy to those dry consciences and to a nation littered with literally the bones and the broken bodies of the aborted babies six the three and a half million of them since Roe versus Wade. This requires a great deal of trust and obedience in the Lord of life. But remember, he's the same one who brought about everything out of nothing. So it's no big deal for him to be able to bring back to life something that is already in existence. Trust him. Prophesy to this culture and know that he can raise the bones. Have no doubt. It may be a situation in your own family where somebody to whom you have handed on the faith in the past and to whom you still witness the faith today has strayed from the faith. Dry bones. Can I get them back? Can they rediscover what I worked so hard to impart to them? The answer is yes. Prophesy to the bones. Keep giving the witness of your own love and your own faith and your own life. Same is true of relatives. Same is true of politicians. The whole culture can be transformed. Death is overcome by life. Let's have that hope. Let's have that vigor. Let's proclaim the gospel of life. And let us embrace the victory that God himself, once again today, places in our hands. Amen. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.